This is the Obsessive Creative Podcast, and I'm your host, Luke Cleland, and this podcast is about making creative work. And it's not just theory from someone who read a few books and watched a few YouTube videos about how to to do creative work, but I've been running my own creative business now for 10 years. And this this podcast is really the behind the scenes theory uh, that I use with my wife as we run this creative business every week to make work and to make creative work that I'm obsessed about and uh, ultimately like running a successful photography business. Are you someone who calls yourself creative, an artist, but never creates or arts, <laughs> makes art, I guess, is, is what an artist does. I have never really worked out. I uh, maybe a few times in my life, but but there's been just a few spurts of kind of working out intensity here and there over the over the years. Even though I've thought of myself as an athletic person, I've never been a consistently I've never consistently worked out. It's never you know been more than a few times in in, in a row in my life. Okay, so before I keep going, I know that I switched topics real quick there, and I know I, I said this was a podcast about creativity, creativity, and we're getting there, but just just stick with me for just two minutes. So, not only have I never really worked out, but I've had this kind of weird type of pride at one point that I didn't even want to work out. I <laughs> didn't I didn't want to be huge or vain about my body. I had no desire until now. Okay, well, not not really like I've now <laughs> had a desire to be huge, but being a wedding photographer is a very physical job. And I found that my back would just be so tired. My whole body would just be wrecked at the end of a shooting a 12-hour wedding day, which we don't do a lot of, but even even 10 hours, even 11 hours, ugh, it's brutal and the next day would be brutal just recovering my thighs would ache my whole body would would be killing me and a few times every year i feel like and it's increased over the years is that i would like pull a muscle in my back and it started happening more frequently and as i looked into it i realized it came from one reason and that's because my back was weak <laughs> i had a back a weak back and so for the sake of creativity, I decided to start working out. And the process of, of that whole thing of, of working out for me and actually making it a part of my life has been a complete creative breakthrough for me. And I thought I would share that with you today. So working out, getting fit for many of us seems like an impossibility. And it seems something that is so far away that we don't even have a concept of, of we don't even have a concept of what it would feel like to exist in a world where we not only thought about doing something, but it actually became a part of our life. Like, how do you get to that point to where you just like, you're just working out every morning and it's like, how is that even humanly possible? And maybe that is exactly how you feel about a project and a creative task. You have 
You have this vision, you want to do it, you feel motivated, at least today you feel motivated, but how do you actually accomplish being a creative person? How do you accomplish doing your creative projects? How do you, you know, not just work out once or twice in January when you made your your New Year's resolutions, maybe just not like one photo here and there, but how do you become a photographer? How do you become an artist? And so my thesis for this episode is that you can do almost anything you want if you start by doing as little as possible. And that is cultivating the art of doing as little as possible. Okay, so there's five, there's five sections to this, five points. The first one is start with as little as possible. Two is don't talk. Three, don't announce it. Four, be super duper clear with the tiny thing. And number five is forget about the goal and focus on enjoying these little things. So even though I will now continue to use exercise metaphors for the rest of this episode, they will all correlate, I promise, in doing with, with doing your creative work. Okay, so let's start. Number one, start with as little as possible. This is where everyone gets their legs broken when they start a creative endeavor, this project you've just been dreaming about, or you go to the gym in January, you go in there, guns a-blazing, you get into the studio, you whip out the paints, and you say, okay, I have been thinking about doing this for years, and today is the day. I am going to do this. It is going to be awesome. I'm going to draw every day. I'm going to take like a million photos. Like, I have to, I have to catch up now. I have, There's all these, I've been thinking about this for years, and today is the day I'm going to catch up on years of procrastination. And then what, what happens <laughs> next week on Monday, you know, you, you start again and then you're like, well, really, I should pull back a little bit. This, this is unsustainable Tuesday. I don't, I don't know if I should focus so much time on this creative high side, like side hustle. Like, is this just a little too much? Am I, am I delusional? And after all, I do have an actual career that keeps me alive over here, so I need to balance out my life. And, you know, and if you're listening to this and you have some creative pursuit you've tried, I can almost guarantee you that you have tried way too much too soon. So as of today, I've worked out at least three times a week for 15 weeks in a row. In the last few weeks, um, I've actually put that up to five days a week because I was just enjoying it too much. I thought three days a week was not enough. Um, But actually, that's not true. I I kind of liked I found it easier to just do something every single day instead of being like, oh, this is is this Monday or Tuesday. And what do I do today? So I just found doing the same exact routine for me was easier to just do it five days a week. How do you get to a place of consistency with my gym workout, with my creative projects? Uh, how do I do this? I started with as little as, as possible. And, and this is something that I already did in my, on the creative side of things, but I didn't realize I did it until I applied that same thing to working out. And it's starting with as little as possible. The first day, 
and and this is all if this starts sounding familiar to you i uh during my workouts i was listening to atomic habits and so all of this is is thanks to james clear and atomic habits but first day i i did this exact thing is i put on my running shoes i walked to the, no, actually, I didn't. Even, <laughs> I didn't even walk to the gym because I was like, "Oh, that's too much effort." I dr- I got in the car, and I drove to the bottom of the street. It's about a forty-five second drive <laughs> to the <laughs> to the gym. I sat on a rower because I was like, "No, I can't. I can't do weights. That's going to be too hard. I need to do something that I feel like I could totally do. I'm not doing a bench press. I'm not doing any of those things. I'm going to do something that's workout-ish, and that is sit and do some rowing for five minutes. And then I went home. (laughs) So what is the easiest thing that you can do? What's the most like doable thing in the world that you could do? And you know what, if it makes you even laugh a little bit about like just doing that, then it's probably the right thing. And the next day, don't even make it harder. I didn't make it harder. I went and I did the same thing again. I went to the gym. I did rowing for five minutes and then walked home and it seemed ridiculous. So maybe it's seven minutes of pulling out your camera, five minutes of pulling out your paints and that's it. Number two is don't let yourself talk. So say you have, you know, five minutes of pulling out your paints. You know what happens in the first 30 seconds of doing absolutely anything is that your brain will start talking a lot. And I just said to myself, no, I'm not going to allow myself to beat myself up. Hey, Luke, you should be like, are you kidding me? You should be able to do way more than this. You should have started on this creative idea so long ago. No, no, don't let yourself don't let yourself tell yourself how behind you are because like, OK, OK, you're behind. There is no point talking to there's no point talking about it. Don't let yourself talk. Don't let yourself say, Luke should have started that project and now now it's too late like why are you even starting now that's it's so dumb it's not too late don't listen to yourself you're kind of a jerk anyways you're kind of a mean person to yourself sometimes so just don't listen to yourself in those five minutes the next week i went to the gym after doing my little five five minute rowers and then i started with some barbells And did I get out the 50 pounds? No, no. I got out the embarrassingly small five pound weights. (laughs) And I, I wanted it to feel like a joke. I wanted it to be so easy that I couldn't have the excuse of being like, oh, well, 50 pounds is too hard. So, but what happened? I did the five pounds. First 30 seconds. What did my brain start telling me? Oh, this is not actually, you're not actually doing anything. This doing five pounds is probably going to, it's going to make you actually weaker. So you, you have to do more. And guess what? (laughs) That's a lie. You don't actually get weaker if you, if you lift five pound weights, five pound weights is exactly what I needed to do. And maybe all you need to do is just take your camera outside, take a photo of the garbage can and then come back inside. And maybe that is just enough for you to be, to go on the path of becoming a photographer. 
instead of thinking about it, you can just do one really small thing. So don't please don't let yourself talk to yourself. For goodness sakes, if you do talk, at least don't listen. Number three is don't announce it to the world. Please don't announce it to the world unless you're already doing it. Do you know why I could pick up five pound barbells <laughs> and do that as my exercises? Like we're talking about like a full grown man in his 30s doing laughably small weights in the gym and going and, and not like going fast, going slow, making sure that I have good form. Why could I do that? I could do that because the gym was empty. I changed from good old Planet Fitness, which has the the capacity as like a small village uh, to this little unknown gym at the bottom of my street. That was that was like almost a guaranteed empty at 7 a.m. I didn't have pressure. I didn't have people watching me. I didn't have people lifting weights beside me that could that looked like they could eat me for breakfast. No, I, there was no one pointing <laughs> their proverbial fingers and laughing. That's not even a real sentence. OK, they weren't laughing. They weren't looking at me. I did not feel self-conscious because there's no one around starting something new. Start oh, starting something creative is really hard. It is really hard, especially if you don't have people around you doing the, the thing that you want to do. It can be feel to other people looking looking in at you. It can seem they're they are they're just very concerned and worried and, and don't understand what you're doing. Doing anything creative is hard. It's delicate. And to be honest, sometimes the best audience for that is no one at all. So, no, you don't need to post your first try on Instagram, your first photos on Instagram, because sometimes most of the time that will not help at all because it can feel like even your dog is judging you in the corner, staring, (laughs) staring at you. So sometimes you need to send that dog to the other room and just, you know, try your first canvas and don't even let your dog see (laughs) just just. Do your first step. Give yourself the best opportunity to do as little as possible and then just do it by yourself. And and honestly, that is that's the best way to accomplish that first tiny little step. So number four is be super duper clear on the tiny little thing. So, okay, you figured out this small step that you're going to focus on. And you're not listening to yourself because, you know, you're the worst and you haven't announced it to the rooftops, which is good. So you don't have this overwhelming pressure from people uh, to do the the step number two. Um, You're just quietly working on this thing over here. And now it's time to be super duper clear. When, where and how much? When will you do this tiny step? Where will you do it and how often? You know. When you see someone (laughs) that you don't particularly want to be best friends, (laughs) friends of, and maybe you're chatting, maybe you see each other for the first time in a while, and somehow this phrase comes out of your mouth. Oh, we should do coffee sometime. Why do you say the word sometime? Why do you not say 
oh, let's do Saturday morning. Let's have some coffee on Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Because if you did, you'd have to do it. So, which is the worst, but we, we've all caught ourselves doing that. Oh yeah, let's do that sometimes, but have no intention of actually doing it because the word sometime means no time at all. But for things that you really want to actually do, you set a time for it. You say, okay, I, okay. I will paint a small yellow box on printer paper with my old watercolors at 5 p.m. to 5.05 p.m. every day. The clearer, the better, because it, it might actually happen. If you leave any room for procrastination or any room for having to figure this out later or any room for the word sometime, you are screwed. <laughs> so make it really clear on the super tiny little thing. Okay, number five, and this is the last point. Forget forget about the big goal or the big dream of being the artist in the gallery or the celebrated photographer. Focus on enjoying the five pound weights. Enjoy those little things. That I know that sounds really cliche, But here's the thing. If you don't figure out how to enjoy the five pound weights, if you don't figure out a way to enjoy the first step of actually becoming the photographer, the process of becoming the photographer, the big goal and the big dream may just never happen at all. Because the reality is that it's going to take two to three years to achieve. It's going to take longer than you want or you think it will be. So how do you stay motivated if if I have to like, how am I going to stay motivated if I have to do this for another five years? If my motivation is just like this end goal that may or may not happen in the future and it may be completely different than I'm actually think it is, then there is no way I'm going to last five years. And and this is the part that clicked for me that was so surprising that surprised me so much through this kind of working out journey that connected to the creative work that that I've already been doing for 10 years and that is I started to enjoy going to the gym and and it was very similar to like taking photos the more that I took photos the more that I went out and enjoyed looking for things the more that I enjoyed the entire process of becoming a photographer Like I didn't become a photographer because I had this goal of like being this big deal or like, I don't know, like making so much money, blah, 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 blah. Like I loved and I really enjoyed the process of doing it. And it it kind of blew my mind is there was one morning I realized I I enjoy being here. (laughs) I didn't even think that was possible. I wasn't I wasn't mentally beating myself up saying like you should have more weights on. I was being easy with myself. I was congratulating myself when I finished a workout. I I it felt like going to a, the gym was a win and it, it didn't feel like I was behind all of a sudden. Like I made sure that I had a good playlist. I made sure that I had a really good podcast. Maybe I, well, not maybe I did. I listened to a podcast that I maybe wouldn't like let myself like listen to. Like, I don't know. It didn't feel like it was super productive. It was work. It was kind of just like an enjoyable podcast that I had time to listen to in the morning. I made it, I made it enjoyable. 
So how can you enjoy the process of becoming who you want to be? How can you enjoy the process of doing that one little thing, the one step at a time? Because the idea you have, the dream you may have, may never actually exist in, in how you dream it up. And in one sense, that can, that can sound really discouraging because you may think, you know, I want to be, you know, this. I have this dream of becoming this or whatever. Um, but I just think regardless of the dream that you have or the person you want to become, the type of creative person you want to become, I think the only way to actually get there is to forget about the dream for a moment and, for, and, and focus on enjoying this Tuesday morning, this Saturday afternoon. Like, how can you enjoy the creative process? How can, can you make your favorite cup of tea? Can you turn on your favorite music? You can take some deep breaths, maybe force yourself to put on a smile and pull out those watercolors. Write the first sentence. Take the first photo. Because I think if if all you think about is the end, I don't I don't actually think you'll ever make it there. And I think the best chance of, quote, making it is 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 forgetting about where you want to go for a moment and just focus on doing that first little thing. Thank you so much for listening this week. If if you love the podcast, if you enjoyed it, if it was somewhat helpful, I would love if you left a five star review. Uh, if you if you want to learn more about what I do, what uh, my wife Allie does, you can follow us on Instagram. You can follow me on Instagram at Luke W. Cleland um, or our wedding business, Cleveland Photographs. And until next week, stay obsessed with making the work that you were created to make. There's magic in